Welcome to episode number 161 of the Tall Lake Talk podcast. This is Casey. And this is Chris. We got we got some news to catch up on, man. We do a lot of news. Yeah, it's been a couple weeks um, since the last episode, so you know some stuff is a little bit older, but some of it, most of it, is pretty new. Um, but we want to talk about it. So, top of the thing here, though, uh, of the episode. We do want to give a little moment of silence to actor Max von Sydow. Um, amazing actor, he's done hundreds of roles, probably best known for his role in Exorcist. Um, you know, he also recently was in The uh, Force Awakens, but I mean, the guy has been all over the place. So we just want to give a little moment of silence to one of the most prolific actors around. Um, so, yeah. So, Hart goes out to his friends and family. Guy had a hell of a life. So, he went out in 90. <laughs> I had no idea he was Vigo the Carpathian. Right? Mm-hmm. Crazy, crazy. Things you learn. Um, all right, so let's get to Marvel News. Not too much. <laughs> no news is good news. <laughs> it's something so uh we did get our black widow trailer today yesterday we're recording this on the 10th um yesterday. yesterday it was the best trailer to me um and i think i said it did i send that thing to you this morning basically that we think that rachel weiss is probably going to be taskmaster did i send that to you i i i've because i didn't, I didn't watch this trailer man Okay, so it's not necessarily a spoiler because her character is a bad guy, like, in the comics. It's spoiler to you who don't read comics. But Rachel Weisz, who's playing Black Widow's mom, because Marvel does like to move things and change things around to fit their narrative, um, she's playing... Uh, I can't remember what the character's name is. Do you remember? It's like Madame... Something. Not Madame Hydra, obviously. Um, so, anyways, uh, I'll get it in just a second as I trail off here. Um, but I think that most likely the twist will be that she's going to be Taskmaster. And that's going to be the, uh, you know, turnaround. Well, I wish I would have even known about that because I didn't even know that today. That would have been pretty neat. You didn't know what? I didn't look at that. I missed that story from your from you sharing it with me. So I was just well, even I so here's the it's not a it's not an official. You know what I mean? No, it's yeah. a it's a theory. It's a rumor idea. Yeah. Yeah, it's because of it's because of who her character is. Iron Maiden. That's her character. Iron so, Maiden. Molina Vostokov um, ends up working with, you know, in the Black Widow program, ends up being jealous of Black Widow. And, you know, that jealousy probably turns into her taking on the Taskmaster role. That's a theory. That sounds like very, sounds like Disney. <laughs> sounds, I was going to say, it sounds like a very Marvel thing to do. And that's why I think it's true. <laughs> sure. I'll take it. So... Anywho, be some Rachel Wise. Oh my god, I love her. Love her. 
All right, so that trailer, you didn't watch it, but it, it is the best one. It was good. It was entertaining. Well, that, that's awesome, because I loved the first one. It's <laughs> good stuff. Um, and then they announced uh, that Guardians of the Galaxy would be in Thor 4. I Love guess. Thunder. Yeah, you know, that's kind of like a sure, you know. I'm sure he's going to be in Guardians 3 for at least a cameo. So that makes sense to me. Right. And how large is, you know, how large is their role? I mean, he's with them at the end of, you know, Endgame, and they probably just drop him off and take off at some point in the movie. Two yeah. seconds. That's yeah. it. The beginning. So. Something cool happens at the beginning with all of them, and they get the scene, and then they leave. Oh, yeah. That's what right. And then and now uh, he takes over the rest of the film. That's right. <laughs> And then uh, Christian Bale is rumored to be playing a Greek god, and there's going to be a crossover between Norse mythology and Greek mythology. Um, and the Eternals. <laughs> gosh, and the Eternals, right? So some people are saying Ares. Um, I'm holding out, uh, as our fellow Star Warrior says, um, Jake, hashtag gore for Thor 4. <laughs> Which is my favorite hashtag now. <laughs> That's what I wish. Because Gore the God Butcher is one of the greatest villains that I've ever seen in comics. And I think that would be even cooler. <laughs> oh, it would be it would be the best Marvel villain yet. Mm-hmm. So, we don't know. It's just a rumor. But uh, Christian Bailey being even in the cast is, is good enough and, and crazy enough for me. So, we'll see how that all turns out. Yeah. All right, so let's jump over across the pond, over to DC TV Movie News, which there's a lot. Um, so Dan DiDio, I can never say his name right. Did he? Uh, yeah, this happened uh, last week, but he is out of DC. He's been there for quite a while uh, as the head of DC, and I believe Jim Lee took a spot. Uh, yeah, he's covering both positions as from his... Uh, head creative and just like head... Head... <laughs> That's crazy. Head of DC. Yeah. What do you think about this? Like, does it mean anything to you? Like, does it shake things up or whatever? I mean, there's a lot of speculation online, of course. So if you want to read all that, you can go out there and do it. I'm not going to spew it out. Um, the main thing that I look at is that, you know, AT&T took over Warner Brothers, you know, as, a, as an entity. So, you know, these things happen, um, especially... You know, if they look at like track records and whatnot, and 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 if you know, maybe they want to line things more up with movies. You know, if they want to do more like that, we'll see. Um, and you never know how you know when people clash, uh, and and somebody leaves. So who knows? Um, it's just kind of sudden, and we still don't know anything about it. Uh, it's unfortunate. You know, he was he was actually in the middle of writing the Metalman. Uh, uh, maxi series that I've, I've been collecting and i'm hoping that it it gets finished out uh because mm. i always liked him as a writer too so um yeah it's kind of it was it was shocking and, and a little uh, disappointing so yeah that's that's the thing it's it's a little like out of nowhere um a possibility of what you just said you know you have this one big corporate entity entity taking over another and maybe they wanted to go the Marvel route, you know, with Kevin Feige being like the head of everything over at Marvel. Maybe they wanted to, that kind of vision. 
Um, and maybe he wasn't about on board with it, or sometimes you just want new blood. I don't know. But um, it is a shame. He did shepherd in things like New 52, which, as much as people give it shit, I enjoyed it um, for some of it. And yeah, then I also I, loved Rebirth. I, yeah, Rebirth is awesome. I, you know, I, the New 52, you know, had hits and misses, but it gave us a lot of awesome things, too. So regardless... Um, I don't know. Like I said, it's going to be a lot of speculation about track record and whatnot. Yeah. All right. So in better news, um, <laughs> Scott Snyder will be serving as the consulting on the upcoming DCU unscripted pilot, Escape from Arkham. This is the, what is this? It's this a escape room game, the, yeah. the Riddler thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like um, unscripted game show. Like you said, escape room. That's right. Riddler puts you through an escape room and you got to figure it out. Saw yeah. style. Um, you know, we talked about this last episode where Scott Snyder should probably be overseeing like the Batman and like whatever has to do with this sort of stuff. So I'm all about it. Go to the source. I heard he was interested in the pursuit of plastic, but didn't get his way. <laughs> yeah i know he got <laughs> he got at&t <laughs> yeah and if you want to uh check out what chris is talking about you can see the first episode of many um of the pursuit of plastic that's on our youtube page where we uh go through the history of uh batman action figures and go through batman toy photography but we did pitch that as a dcu uh show and, you know, maybe season two. We'll see. Who knows? That's Still right. a good idea. Still a good idea. Right. They might dig it out someday. Yeah, dig that out. Dust it off. Chestnut. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Harley Quinn uh, animated series is getting a season two. And uh, Alfred Molina, better known as Dr. Octopus, <laughs> will be voicing the character of Mr. Freeze. I just want to say that I love this show. It is... It has it has some downs, but as a as a as a whole, it's a really good show, and it's just um, it's 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 R-rated animated Harley Quinn. It's it's really good. So and it's, all the side characters are great, all the villains are great. So I'm I'm looking forward to uh, Molina joining this <laughs> this cast. Yeah, I'm um I'm only a few episodes in, but. Everything that I've watched from it so far has been really good. And, you know, we talked about it like uh, I I still wish we would have gotten a Gotham City Sirens because the relationship between Harley and Poison Ivy is one I've always loved in comics. And, you know, it's up there to me with like Gambit and Rogue, you know what I mean? Or Cyclops, Jean Grey and Wolverine, like is some of the best relationships. But really... They, they just are very close, and, and they do a really good job with it in the show, um, balancing those two characters out. So I, I think it's a lot of fun. I'm going to say just wait on both, because the show show is gets crazy. And that, that'll happen eventually in the movies. It will. Oh, yeah. I hope so. Uh, Stargirl. Stargirl will be premiering on Monday, May 11th on the DC Universe, and then it will have its CW debut literally a day later on the 12th. So... Um, that's coming up in a couple months. I'll check it out. You know, I don't know. I don't know the character too much. I don't necessarily give a shit. 
Um, but I also love superhero stuff, so I will check it out. I'm definitely watching on DCU. No yeah. Doubt. But um, the um, the idea that it's going right to the CW makes it a show that's probably more ahead of its time than the rest of those shows. And uh, I think it'll do really well because it has it has star power, literally. <laughs> <laughs> literally, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it's got Owen Wilson in it, and the, and the CGI is better. They got the budget behind it a bit more, so... Um, whatever we're gonna watch smart idea man i think it's a really smart idea yeah um james gunn in suicide squad uh two has wrapped um is it even called suicide squad two it's just like the batman i get it that's what i mean that's whatever that's what it was originally called was the suicide squad right um sounds so western yeah, like this is like, you know, it's a news, not really news, but it's cool. Um, that means they can get into the post production and uh, get get into all that fun stuff. So, really excited. This is going to be probably the best one, <laughs> and, without a doubt. I would bet money on it. If Comic Con is not canceled, which it probably will be. Oh yeah. We'll probably see a trailer because I remember the first Guardians trailer. They had shot, I think, eight days and they put out like a little teaser at Comic-Con. So I would not be surprised if we see a full on sweet ass trailer of this movie um, come July. Oh, yeah, it's coming. It's coming on fast track. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. Um, Yeah, me either. Speaking of things I can't wait for, The Batman. Uh, we did yeah. get a look at the Batmobile, and I think it's a, what, a Dodge Charger, old school, kick ass. Um, that's it. I mean, it's it's it was a cool set of photos, really atmospheric, really uh, driving home the fact that he's early in his career, and he, him, and Alfred probably just Jimmy had this together, <laughs> and then uh, messed with his car, but. What did you think of this? I think that Alfred will have a new set of tricks and it'll be working on muscle cars. That'll be, you know, what they add to his character in this movie. Too fast, um, too skills. It's yeah. right. Andy Serkis is badass, like super spy <laughs> um, car racer guy. So yeah. Q and James Bond in one. Um, so, yeah, man, that car looks cool. Um, I just want to see more of this movie and it, he's dropping more and more stuff on us, you know, as days go by. So something's coming and that comes out before the suicide squad, right? Or is it, which one comes out first in 20? Yeah. Yeah. So next year you've got real crazy. If this is right, it's uh, may for Batman and June for suicide squad. And then uh, December for black Adam. Wow. next year's slate the only reason why i think that's a little i mean it is weird because like presumably unless it's like the first week in may and then the last week in june you don't want to steal anything from your own self and you know what i mean like a marvel movie a star wars movie you're still making money well past a month so um we'll see about that yeah I get well. I was. I guess I was gonna say like maybe because they would 
attract different audience in a way, but they don't. So they don't. No. It would be yeah. I'm sure something's getting pushed. Yeah, exactly. It's probably Black Adam. No, Black Adam. <laughs> That's not gonna happen. Sunday, I know. <laughs> um, starts filming soon, actually. So. That's gonna be awesome. Uh, and finally, Justice League Dark Apocalypse War. We did get a trailer for that. I actually didn't watch it. I didn't either. Um, okay. People, people reactions to it were like, "Why is this a Justice League Dark movie if the Justice League is in it? Isn't it just Justice League with like Constantine and some of these other people showing up?" Oh, <laughs> so, but I don't know. I um, I'm excited for it. I'm also still waiting for the last one to come on to DCU. So. That's on, oh, the first one? No, 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 no. What was the last uh, animated movie that just came out? Red Sun. Um, yeah, Red Sun. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. Um, be, uh, probably in a month. So. I hope so. I'm, yeah. a pa- I'm a patient person at this point. The first Justice League Dark was good. It had Batman mm-hmm. in it. Didn't need it, but it was good. I just watched it the other night, actually. It's funny. <laughs> I like it. I mean, it's yeah. fine, but it's like. It's like all right, we what we always go back to where they got to put either Batman or the Justice League in it to make it a movie. So and it's still the new Fifty Two Justice League, which is yeah, I'm so tired of it. It's like just we just stop. move the f on. <laughs> Ugh. All right, that, that, those voices. Sorry. Yeah, I know. Let's go to another pond, uh, which is Valiant. Um, Bloodshot opens this weekend. Now, there's some people in our Valiant group who have seen it and have said it's good. Um, now, these are the people who are Valiant fans, and honestly, I'm going to take their opinion over anyone else. So if they're saying that they're liking it, and some of them were like, I'm going to see it again, that's great. That's what I want to hear, and I want general audiences to go. The bad thing is, is because of this virus going around, the box office is likely to suffer. Um, maybe not for a rated R comic book movie. Those people are probably more likely to go to a theater. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Instead of like a Emma or something, the audience for that. So maybe it <laughs> has a good chance, but it's going to be real interesting because the marketing, it's not non-existent, but it's also not like that great. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I I haven't really seen it on TV that much. I've seen it in front of a couple movies. A little bit, you know, every once in a while. Yeah, I I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, Vin Diesel came out and said a couple things. He said that he's not afraid of the coronavirus, and nor should moviegoers be. And Bloodshot will do great this weekend. That's what he said. And also that um, that this that this does open up. The idea of a valiant shared universe yes so, yes um a little excited about that because it was a little scary when they took away um Har- harbinger and, and harbinger wars and whatnot you know so we'll see yep yeah that's uh i uh oh gosh i just don't know what's gonna happen but yeah you know vin diesel has been you know we're gonna talk about another vin diesel project later on but um What's interesting is, is that he said he doesn't care about the box office anymore. And I thought that was really cool because he was like, you know, I'm, I'm further along in my career now. And I've been really lucky to be part of the Guardians and the Avengers and also the Fast, you know, series where 
those make tons of money. And if another project of mine doesn't, I don't care. <laughs> like, you know, right. it's more about like, am I having fun? Am I enjoying myself? Are they connecting with people, even if it's not a ton of money? And like, that's the thing that I've always respected about Vin Diesel is that like, the guy's a geek and yep. he promotes geek projects and he loves superhero stuff and genre stuff. You know, if you've ever seen any of those Riddick movies, the guy fucking created that world. So to me, I respect Vin Diesel um, and I'll always probably go out for one of his movies because it's probably something I'm into <laughs> most of the time. Absolutely. And I, I really hate it when people give him give him crap, you know, it's or just say things that aren't true about him because it's like you don't even know who the guy is, you know, or what he does. Anytime no. I've ever seen him in an interview, he's a cool dude. Yeah. He's yeah. just a, he's one of us, in my opinion. I feel like you could see Vin Diesel on the street and he'd probably be like, yo, dude, you want to play Dungeons and Dragons? <laughs> <laughs> You're one of the smartest dudes in Hollywood, man. That's it. Yeah. He's like, yeah, that's it. Exactly. So. Um, all right, let's get into this comic book news. I'm going to have you... I'm, I'll take this first one, and I'll have you take over. Yeah, sure. I... Um, so DC is going to be doing a lock and key slash Sandman crossover. Now, Neil Gaiman is not... he He's not writing anything. Uh, Joe Hill wrote it with Gabriel Rodriguez, which is the original team on lock and key. They reunited to do this story. But they presented it to Neil Gaiman, and he gave them the blessing to do it. So what does that mean? What does it look like? How does it fit in? You know, is it the same timeline um, as the key, or sorry, as the Locke children? I don't know. I would imagine it's a prequel of some sort, I guess. But I'm excited to see what this is going to look like uh, when we when it finally comes out. Because especially with Neil Gaiman actually giving the blessing of it um should be should be super interesting 30 32 page comic <laughs> and they're gonna do two or three of those so you know it's all gonna be one cohesive little story there um and it's coming out in october amazing i need i need to watch lock and key still eh, and, just uh, read the comic or listen to the audio you'll yeah. be better off <laughs> I ain't got time for that right now. <laughs> because, um, you know, coming up next, we have uh, some words on Sean Gordon Murphy's Murphyverse. Uh, so after the, you know, the White Knight and Curse of the White Knight, there he's he's been uh, they're going to be doing a little imprint, another <laughs> another little imprint within DC, I guess, um, a non-official one, but. So the uh, these stories from that universe will continue, and so Sean Sean Murphy wrote this: "Rules of the Murphyverse. Dead characters stay dead. No yeah. inner monologues. Not a fan of using them." He says, uh, "Stuff comes out on time." And then lastly, only the best talent who puts customers and readers first. Um, so yeah, yeah, they want to spin off um, with some of the other characters from that, and I'm all about it, man. Yeah, this is um, this was an interesting little development, and you know, like you said, like, sure, <laughs> go ahead, <laughs> like, you could do whatever you want, Sean Murphy. <laughs> I'll read it, and uh, you write it and draw it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so keep doing what you're doing. 
Um, next up, uh, as we said the other day, things that Jeff Johns just you know finally gets around to because sure, I don't think he really cares about time and space. So uh, I don't even know if he cares about anything right now. He cares about. He's so busy, man. But is he? I don't know. He's just doing TV stuff, and he's like he's helping with all scripts and building worlds and doing this. And I, I that's hope why so. he's so behind, man. And I, whatever, man. He's he's writing Shazam. <laughs> he's he's writing. He was writing Doomsday Clock up until a couple months. You know, whatever. So I don't know, man. Who knows? But whatever he puts out is usually quality. Do you not agree? I a hundred percent agree with that. It's just that so. It was like Jeff Johns is gonna be like shepherding the new DC whatever. And then it right. like then he didn't. And then like Titans started off and you could tell Jeff Johns was on there, but then I think he just like fell asleep or you know what I mean? Like that's all. It just seems is he working like, on that is he responsible he's his name's on everything. He's gonna be doing the Green Lantern one, right? Yeah. He, he should be attached to that though. And he should be. What he did with listen. <laughs> We can't give Jeff Johns shit. If it wasn't for Jeff Johns, I mean, he he basically, you know, wrote the narrative on most of the big heroes in the last twenty years. You know, so I agree. I you know, agree. brought him out of the crisis for the right. first time. Right. And I'm know. not. I, I just, yeah, you're right. I'll, so, I'll shut up. It's just Jeff Johns. Three jokers. Of, do whatever you're doing. Three jokers. So, three jokers. A new Fifty Two concept, I believe. And then rebirth concept. Yeah, you know, I know um, this is finally paying off. Like four years later. Right. Exactly. I don't really understand it. Um, so the world doesn't need a, just another Batman Joker story, he says. <laughs> so we're gonna get sure, buddy. a story about three Jokers. So it's a three episode, uh, three issue uh, book, book, and I'm gonna guess it's gonna be Black Label and in um, continuity. So. Yeah, we'll see. Um, whatever. We love Joker. So if the story is relevant to what's going on now in DC and it makes sense, then I guess we're wrong, as we tend to be sometimes. So I'm sure it'll be good. Yeah. All right. And then, and then you'll get Earth Earth One, book three. I've been waiting for a long time. He wrote me the other day. He said, don't tell Casey. It's coming. <laughs> Uh, all right. <laughs> all right. Something awesome. Tom Taylor teased something good was coming the other day. Today it was announced that Deceased 2 is going to be upon us right now. Deceased and Killables is uh, running rampant. Uh, and so that's a limited series. But Deceased 2 has been announced. I'm not sure when it's coming, but it's coming. And it is basically the Dead Earth and the heroes that remain. Hmm. Yeah, I uh, I really enjoyed Deceased, um, so I can't wait. Bring bring me more of it. I think that's a world that they could actually just keep telling tales in. They could kind of switch it up every time if they want to. Um, whatever, I don't care. However, they're going to present it. I'm excited. Yep. No, precisely, man. Precisely. Um, next up, let's jump over to Marvel. And so we don't know if it's X of Swords. I read something where it could be Ten of Swords, which is a uh, kind of an ominous uh, tarot card. So um, we don't know. So there's going to be an X-Men crossover, the first one from the new Hickman world. Um, 
you know, spinning out of John of X, and now that everything's been kind of running its course, uh, this is going to be a mysterious new uh, bad force that ten mutants with swords have to um, tackle. Uh, so that's that's coming our way soon. Okay. Hey, honestly, I've been loving pretty much every single thing that's been coming out <laughs> from the Hickman verse. So, uh, sure, whatever, if that's what they want to do. It is kind of I so much. You know what I mean? Like so many X titles. And luckily, for the most part, they're good. I just get a little afraid of like the oversaturation. That's all. I know, and that's why is it gotta be the way of the comic book? It just kind of ruins things sometimes. And it just um I don't know. It just makes it hard to like understand the marketing of that and just maybe they just need to make that much money and they just have to buy 10 x-men books this month well yeah you know i was having a conversation yesterday um and you guys will hear it on a future episode um of the podcast where i was talking to dave and bob about valiant and like they make it so you can jump on every four issues even if you're on issue 56, you can jump on and you won't get lost. And they don't make, you know, uh, the the retail people buy like 500 copies of an issue where it's just like, this is Exo Manowar. He may show up in Ninjak, but it doesn't mean anything to Exo Manowar's story. You know what I mean? Like, it just... Like, you, you don't have to have all these tie-ins. Sometimes they do a big event, but it's never, like, going to cost you $500 to really get the full story. So, you know, I just... That's one thing I've always super respected about Valiant and something I've always hated about the big two. And as much as I do enjoy these X titles, it's just... For your for your uh, pocketbook, it's too much. Yeah. It's just too much. Yeah, it's mostly why like I don't, I just don't buy it. I don't buy it that way anymore. I just buy key issues, you know. That's it. Yeah, gotta do it. Key issues, miniseries. Yup. Um, next up, Marvel is gonna be launching the Rise of Ultraman comic. Uh, so this is gonna be a continuation of his very first adventure. Uh, so this will be a direct sequel to that. And uh, so Kyle Higgins, who is um one of my one of my Meh, up there in my top writers. I always enjoyed his DC stuff. Uh, I'll be taking it on with Mac Room um, and also with art by Francesco Mata. And so it says the rise of Ultraman's uh, the rise of Ultraman will introduce Ultraman to a whole new generation of fans while doing justice to the classic stories. Hmm, it's interesting. I know there's a bunch of Ultraman on Netflix, which I've mm-hmm. been meaning to watch. Um, interesting that Marvel's putting this out. So. I will definitely look at this. Kyle Higgins did um, some Mighty Morphin Power Rangers stuff, mm-hmm. I think, for IDW. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, the stuff I read was actually pretty good, even though I'm not a Power Rangers guy. So, yeah, I will check the Ultraman out. <laughs> okay. Awesome. All right, last up 
in comic news, man. Bad Idea is upon us. Bad Idea is a new company from all your favorite Valiant people. Yeah, pretty much. Ex-Valiant people. Yeah. Um, and they'll be doing a something that's uh, unprecedented. Um, they'll only be so the book will only be at your local comic shop, basically. And they've selected a handful of comic shops across the across the country. So both you and I are lucky. There's a local one to us. Um, and so these these comics will feature, you know, known writers, known artists, and uh, no variants. So this is a this is a really great idea, um, and it's kind of just taking us back to the basics of what the product's about. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Um, they originally said that they were just going to announce fifty, and they expanded it to a hundred for this first year um, by the end of December, that you can get these these comics. Um, and I don't know if you looked at the pre-order sheet, but it was pretty cool. It was like the one issue of ENIAC, um How did they have it? It was like you can get one issue, you can get multiple issues, or you can get everything that they're ever going to put out. Like that's what you can present to your comic book shop as like a little sheet. So that's the option I'm picking, you're picking. Um, we want all of these to see what they're like. Like you said, award-winning uh, writers and um, artists on these projects. So I can't wait to see what you know bad ideas are gonna put out. I'm I'm very excited about it. Me too. Um, I'll <clears throat> I'll take this last piece. Like uh, you know, in case you guys don't know, our website don'tforgettotowel.com is based off of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, not Tali, um from South Park, and the hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy the book from douglas adams turned 42 most people do not celebrate a 42nd anniversary of anything but if you are familiar with the book at all 42 that number is the answer to the ultimate question of life the universe and everything so a very special occasion it happened over on march 8th uh that the book turned 42 so if you have never read Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, or seen the movie, or the BBC miniseries, and there's a new one coming, I highly suggest you get on it. Good stuff. Absolutely. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Good spot to uh, take a commercial break, and we will be right back. From the far reaches of the galaxy to an internet location near you, we're Don'tForgetAtowel.com, your daily source for geeky pop culture news, reviews, interviews, and so much more. So as you're hitchhiking your way through the universe, don't forget to travel safe, and don't forget a towel. DFAT Comics is the publishing branch of Don'tForgetAtowel.com, the only place to travel geekly. Focusing on creator-owned and independent titles like Hollowed, Pursuit of Plastic, and Fairy, and many more. DFAT Comics will be a mix of genres appealing to every kind of reader. Join the new source of comic book entertainment with DFAT Comics. We're back after those sexy-ass commercials. And uh, we're going to go into some TV news. Uh, first things first, Macaulay Culkin is joining the cast of American Horror Story Season 10. Is that, is that the end, or is it still going? No, it's it was renewed for, like, up to Season 13 or 14. Oh, my gosh. 
All right. Well, cool. I did hear something about this season. I heard it's Home Alone themed. Really? Are you joking? Yes. Okay. <laughs> but All right. it could happen. And I would be very, very. If it was like a Christmas thing like that, I guess that would be pretty cool. Pleasantly surprised <laughs> it did something like that. Oh my gosh. Um, anywho, next. Uh, <laughs> Kim Bodnia is going to be Vesemir in Witcher Season 2. They've been making some subtle casting announcements here and there with this. Um, you play the games, you're way more familiar than I am. <laughs> I would say subtle. I mean, they cast like three Witchers and somebody else in the last month. So I'm ready. Did you watch that Honest trailer yet? No, not yet. I've oh, my God. When you do, just talk to me, please. <laughs> I will definitely watch it. Um, hey. I realize, I realize by watching it why I like the show so much. That's, that's Sometimes funny. that happens with yeah. Honest trailers. You're like, oh, yeah, that's great. That's why it's good. So. Awesome. I uh, I would definitely be watching it. Um, we've got Taika Waititi is going to be taking on two Charlie and the Chocolate Factory animated series for Netflix. Sure. You know, there's The Glass Elevator, which is the sequel, so maybe he's just doing that um, as well. But, uh, fine. I may have written it wrong. I don't know if it was too dull pro- um no, it's no, it's two Charlie. It is I, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Cool. Yep. So, um, yeah, Taika Waititi at the moment is directing every movie that's ever been made, including Akira. So, where's yeah. Akira? I was just gonna say, where's Akira? Hashtag. <laughs> Except for that, we're not getting any younger here. Yeah. Um. So, hey, I'm a big Raw Doll fan. I love the books. I actually like both versions of the movie even though the johnny depp one is super weird i still think it's fun because the character is weird so yeah i'll watch them (laughs) sure (laughs) um all right this is awesome news so last of us is coming to hbo from the creators of chernobyl um last of us being one of the greatest video games ever yeah i mean like straight up ever uh what this is going to look like, who knows who they're going to cast. I don't know. To me, give me, you know, Hugh Jackman and that girl who played X 23. Um, she's one. already on HBO. She's already on with uh, his dark materials. So yeah. it's an easy transition in my opinion. <laughs> on the family. Yeah. Um, what do you think of this? Everything you just said. Um, yeah, man. Um, why it's 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 the best network, so I'm very excited. Um, I love everything on HBO, so it's gonna get some good money behind it. It's perfect for you know a, an unlimited run. You could do whatever you want with it, and just you know it would be like The Walking Dead, but better. Yeah, it's gonna be real interesting. Because um, game, you know, video games are long, so. I don't know how long this will be. and But I also like the fact that HBO does things like The Outsider or um, Sharp Objects where it's just, you know, it's 12 episodes and then it's done. And I actually 
like that too. I thought the same thing about the outsider. Um, so <laughs> the last, the last of us though, think about it this way, the time difference between the last of us and last of us two opens up a ton of time. That's true. To do show during as well. So, I mean, and spinoffs, it's just a huge world that they could do whatever the fuck they want. It, it is. You could do other characters as well that be, are affected in that way too. So, yeah. As long as we're on TV, did you watch The Outsider? Not yet. Okay. Yep. It's, so it's on the list. You know, I, I'm trying to... I've got a backlog of shows as well yeah, as yeah. video games where I'm starting to go back and, you know, BoJack Horseman is something I started and yeah. got to go back to. Yeah, I just finished because I just did the season finale. It was good. It was a good show. Um, and then I started The Expanse. <laughs> so. I'm already... Good on you four or five episodes in <laughs> on the first viewing. <laughs> so, that's, oh, that's boy. Chris Bach show. <laughs> well, speaking of shows that I probably will binge, uh, there's supposedly a Tron show. Can't binge on Disney Plus, buddy. There's no binging. Uh, you can wait <laughs> yeah. if you want. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> Tron series. Um, coming to you from 12 Years a Slave writer John Ridley. Um, I actually love Tron Legacy. The story is fine. I guess the soundtrack is amazing. The visuals are amazing. They had that Tron Resistance show. I can't mm-hmm. remember what the name of it was, but that was good too. And they had already had, yeah, yeah, everything is Resistance. Um, I don't know. Like, what do you think? Are you would you be excited for another Tron entry? Absolutely, man. Yeah. Jeff Bridges isn't dead yet. Bring no. Back the third time. Yeah, and I think it's just like, it's weird. I don't know why we haven't seen anything from Tron years ago, you know, at this point. So I maybe it wasn't as popular as we, we wanted it to be. I guess. I mean, maybe. the whole Daft Punk thing, I think, screwed with our brains. So. Still one of the greatest soundtracks of all time. All right, so let's go over to movie news. Uh, You can take this one because I don't know it. Yeah, so Ultra Carbon uh, Resleeved is another entry uh, in that world. It's going to be an animated or an anime movie, and they just dropped the trailer today, so check it out. Or, yeah, today. It's on Defect, and um, it hits Netflix on March 19th. Oh, so nine days. Okay. Yeah, and that's kind of cool. I mean, you know, it. Season two just came out. I got. I still got to watch the rest of it. Um, I've liked it so far. Um, it's a great world. So more cyberpunk, as I said last time, please. Where does this fit in the timeline? I don't know. I haven't really read into it too much. Okay. Because right. I'm just, I'm on season two. So I I tried, I kind of watched this trailer today as busy as I was, but I didn't really pay attention to it. Okay. No, no problem. Yeah. Um, Looks good. Uh, Steven Spielberg is out James Mangold is in to direct Indiana Jones 5 I'm curious why Spielberg dropped out since he can usually shoot a movie in like 30 days I don't mind this at all I think James Mangold is capable he just came off an Oscar nomination for Ford vs. Ferrari Um, but 
I guess right now I'm just kind of indifferent. I don't know. Maybe these these old guys don't want to get involved with the Disney anymore. You know, maybe they just want to stay away from that fandom and not tarnish their career if the fan base hates it. You know, and why go out like that? I mean, just go out on Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Well, I was gonna say <laughs> Spielberg's already faced enough flat. Right, exactly. So yeah, so well not I don't know down. I mean, yeah, it could be great, but this could be greater. So I don't blame him. I I think there's a lot of maybe there was something better to do than make another Indiana Jones movie that just at this point would be Disney. Hmm. I guess we'll find out. They start shooting this summer yeah um no time to die the latest james bond movie is going to be the longest james bond movie of all time with 163 minutes so uh giant daniel craig is going out on a long note um and then the movie got pushed back to november um which is probably going to be a trend most bond movies that i remember going to theater for came out in November. So that's not the more recent ones because they try to do the blockbuster thing. But growing up, it's like I'd always go see those Pierce Bronson movies and they were November Thanksgiving movies. They were. Yep, you're correct. Yeah. um, Yeah, you know, I'm fine with it. I don't know what else is coming out this year without a Star Wars, without a DC or Marvel movie. I guess Eternals comes out like before that. So... Yeah, you know, I, sure. Put out, like you said, I, I'm used to Bond movies coming out in the in the fall time. So, um, uh, but as I mentioned, it could be a trend with this virus going around, um, where the box office could suffer horribly. <laughs> the the other movies might get pushed back to next year, etc. So, we'll see if this if this is a beginning of something, but. I'm also patient, so I'll watch it. I was on a Bond marathon, and now I can take my time with it. <laughs> I have, uh, I turn my TV off, so now I watch Pluto TV, and they have a Bond channel. Oh yeah, it's yeah. One of the best. Have- I don't know, like like Pluto TV is superior to TV, and you don't pay for it. That's it. It's so weird. I don't, yeah, I don't know why. Well, who cares? Just I know. Enjoy. I'm like sometimes <laughs> I feel like I'm in the Twilight Zone. I'm watching. It. I'm like, man. I can watch Beavis and Butthead for the next five hours. Damn. <laughs> um, speaking of Beavis and Butthead, Eli Roth is going to be directing a Borderlands movie. Um, you know, they had PAX East, and he actually came out and talked about it a little bit, which I thought was pretty cool. He asked a bunch of the cosplayers if they wanted to get killed uh, as... Um, bandits. Bandits, yeah. So... I, you know, I think Eli Roth can do a decent job with this. We'll see how it goes. He can get gross, man. Yeah. Plus, I think Randy is, like, writing it with him. Randy Pitchford is writing it with him. So, you know, it's like, sure. I never thought about a Borderlands movie, but now I'm excited. (laughs) Yeah, man. It's like Mad Max to the extreme. Okay, give it to me now. Plus, to see the siren, you know what I mean? If we get Lilith or whoever, it's going to be like, you know, who are they going to go with? Are they going to do Zero? Like, are they going to do um, the original? I don't know. Like, who knows? Or it's a new story. 
any way you slice it, we're big Borderlands fans, and I'll, I'll be excited to see what they decide to do with this. You write a story within the established story. That's a new story within the established world. Right. And that, we haven't finished Borderlands 3 to know what happens at the end to say, but... Right. Agreed. But you could write it anytime. You one or two or whenever. The yeah. Pre-sequel. The pre-sequel. Right. The pre-pre-pre-pre-sequel. Um, and then speaking of franchises that we love that are about to get effing destroyed, <laughs> uh, we've got this Uncharted movie. Ruben Fleischer is set to direct it. He directed Venom, Venom 2, Zombieland, and then... Zombieland 2. Zombieland 2. Antonio Banderas has been uh, cast in it. Uh, We don't know who. I just don't care. To be quite honest with you, without Nathan Fillion taking on the role of Nathan Drake, I just don't care. Right? And if if Antonio Banderas was the bad guy in the movie, what a matchup. Yeah. Not Spider-Man. Yeah. Or, or like, you put Mark Wahlberg in there, and then you make Antonio Banderas Sully. That I would even go, okay, I can that, watch that. That would be cool. Um, but this is just stupid <laughs> and dumb, and I just... I, I don't even know... I don't know. I guess we'll find out from a trailer, but I've got, like, negative expectations about this movie. Big time. Um, the next piece is a rumor, but Todd McFarlane came out and said that the Spawn movie has been halted because an A-list actor who was attached to the film had to drop out due to scheduling conflicts, and therefore the investors don't want to give him the money. So everyone thinks it's Jamie Foxx because he was attached to the movie, um here's the thing like what the fuck is the hold up with this i thought the script was written i thought jamie fox is attached which means the investors were there why is it now that they're getting canceled like i thought this thing should have been announced like a a year ago you know what i mean he's too busy making toys man is that it foxes no no (laughs) The, the Todd the Todd father yeah yeah I I don't know it, I I feel the same way it's like he just talks about this stuff and then he goes and gives the DC multiverse license instead so yeah, yeah whatever works for you but just we'll see Spawn sometime soon I'm hoping and not just Mortal Kombat right exactly so right now that movie is on hiatus and who knows if we'll ever see it again. Who knows? This is kind of upsetting because I want I want Jamie Foxx in that movie. I do too. I think it would be one of those things for Jamie Foxx where it would be not to like bring his career back, but kind of something totally different for him. I think it would have been a really good thing. So, anywho, and then finally in movie news, uh, the last Witcher, the last Witch Hunter, the last Witcher, last Witch Hunter, the Witcher, yeah. Uh, starring Vin Diesel, uh, sequel is in the works. I guess Lion Ga- Lionsgate said that they already have a writer. Um, they told them about it. He said, "You, if you write it, I will be in it. Um, and he's excited about it. I actually thought that movie was sweet. I like that movie. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know what people wanted from it. It was... Cars. You know, 
what cars yeah <laughs> yeah they wanted super fast cars to be in it so uh yeah i i'm fine with that i hope that redheaded fox comes back and uh it's, it's we get that sequel <laughs> i can't remember the actress's name from game of thrones i love her though <laughs> oh john snow's wife yeah his yeah. actual wife too yeah yeah <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's talk gaming news then. Um, Borderlands Three, which uh, you know we just talked a little bit about Borderlands. The next uh, the next round of uh, event is events is, is going to be happening soon. So, Guns, Love, and Tentacles will be hitting on uh, March twenty sixth, and this is going to be a um, what is it, Sir Hammerlock? Yeah. And his and his boyfriend. Yes. So that's um, expanding his storyline out. So I did like that. I like the Hammerlock story from from Borderlands 2, hunting all the big monsters and stuff. So hopefully this is even more of that. Yeah. Um, I'm all about it. You know, saw the trailer. It looked fun. Not what I thought about Sir Hammerlock. Didn't really care, but I thought that was different. And uh, yeah, more Borderlands. <laughs> <laughs> that we're not playing. That we need to play, yes. Yep. Let's uh let's do that. Um and finally, finally, after months, <laughs> it's finally coming to Steam on, on April thirteenth. So this was a big point of contention at the release of the game. Uh, I guess it went to Gog, right? It went to Valve. Valve. Okay. Yeah. So it's coming to Steam, people. Finally. Hopefully you guys play it. Or you just went to Steam anyhow and got it when it got released. Right. The cool thing is, like, now if you want to play t- with those people, that you'll be able to get that cross-play. So yep. Yep. it's pretty cool. Yep. yep. Enjoy it. Um, a great benefit of PS Plus this month, we got the Shadow of Colossus remake for PS4. Um, and I wanted to buy that game for so long, and I put it off, put it off, and I'm so glad I put it off because I knew that this would happen eventually. So can't wait to play it. Um, big fans, you you got me into that game. So can't wait. Yeah, I'm excited to see um, what the HD remake or whatever it is. Um, and like you said, I didn't want to spend the money on it. So <laughs> sometimes it's free. Hey, that and it's it's great that it is because you know it's it's such a good benefit to you know, that service, especially when we can find it, you know, for such a discounted price most of the time. So Dang right. Yeah. And I don't understand people that have it and don't download those games. Like just do it. Just do You just keep them. You can do it on your phone. Yeah. You can get them anytime you want. Um, yep. Why don't you take these last two? Yeah, absolutely. So Kazuhisu Hashimoto, who is the creator of the Konami code, uh, has passed away. So what is it like left up down right a b start whatever the hell it is but you guys know it um so you know just a sad passing is a veteran video game developer and uh creator so that they that he passed away and then finally um kind of in gaming uh but in tabletop gaming specifically your boy Matt Kent uh from Mind Management his tabletop game is coming out. So 
Well, it's and, just kind of a weird thing. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't, I don't know how a psychic espionage game works, but uh, it is I'm out. Find out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can actually. Um, there's a Kickstarter for it. Let me just double check to see if it's still going. Yeah, you got 23 days to go. So they're trying to raise $32,000 and they're at $63,000. So it is funded. And, you know, you got to pay $47 to be the first person to get the game. But to be honest with you, with how much games cost nowadays, they can be up in the hundreds. Yeah, this is uh, $47 is a low price to pay. So uh, when does it end? 23 days. 20, okay, tomorrow's payday. You get it. There you go. And then when they announce the the Department H one, let me know because <laughs> yeah, no shit. The underwater <laughs> killer story, killer mystery. <laughs> That's a cool fucking book. <laughs> That's sweet. Love me some Mad Kent. All right, let's get into a little Star Wars news. Uh, this isn't exactly new, but. Um, Project Luminous was announced by Lucasfilm. Uh, it will be covering the High Republic era uh, as um, era, not error, uh, as we've you know speculated about in weeks past and shows past. Uh, this is this is good. Uh, this this allows Disney to open up a brand new time period that's been basically unexplored, uh, and it's probably you know. I've been I was a little judgmental at first about it just because um, I expect more sometimes and with the way the fan base is as volatile as it is I mean I guess they have to tread water a little bit sometimes so it's like hey we're gonna do comics and books first but we are saying that more are coming more things are coming in the next few years um, so I know that they'll open it up to you know vast different forms of media yeah this was a massive announcement, quite honestly. You know, um, it's a gamble for them going publishing first, and we'll see how that pays off. But as people who, you know, us personally, um, who consume all of the Star Wars, everything. Like Galactus. Yeah, you know, honestly, yeah. It's pretty exciting uh, to see what they're going to do and how it's going to play out. So um, stay tuned for reviews on this stuff. And don't forget to tell.com, and we'll talk about it on the podcast, of course. But all that launches in August, starting with a book from Charles Soule um, about the High Republic. And, uh, you know, I'm excited to see a world of Star Wars that we've literally never seen. That's what's most exciting to me. That's yeah, the concept of, like, like, Wild West Jedi were going out, you know, basically, like, taking out bad guys or protecting the outer the outer. I don't want to say outer rim. I guess so. I, I, the outer limits of, of society in a way and just keeping back the, the forces. Yeah, the, the outlands. You know, yeah, outlands. And these Viking villains, the Neelys, sound pretty cool. So, And then they also said, hey, it won't just be stories about Jedi, which I had missed at first. And it'll be, you know, there will be bounty hunters and smugglers as usual. So they're going to build this rich world and um, we'll all be the better for it. Yeah, very, very excited. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, what time is it, Casey? Oh my gosh, Pursuit of Plastic. All right, guys, so we um, we had very light Toy Fair coverage this year, and we're sorry. 
Um, it's been kind of a crazy time, uh, but we're making plans. We're uh, we're hoping, you know, for future attendance. So keep it tuned for that. But let's talk about a few things that did come out of that. Um, first up, the the GI Joe Classified Six Inch Series. Uh, for you Joe fans out there that have been waiting for this, uh, it's just like what Hasbro did with the you know Star Wars and the Black Series. Here comes G.I. Joe, and uh, we got a plethora of toys, including uh, the exclusive uh, Snake Eyes that came out uh, through Hasbro Pulse during the show. Uh, that's that's a great figure, um, and I can't wait to get my hands on it. Yep, can't wait. Uh, that drops next month, early April, um, so it will start shipping then. You know, we've seen some reviews of it. It looks freaking sweet as heck, and I can't even... You know, there's more G.I. Joe stuff coming, and I'm actually pretty excited about how they're doing the six-inch line of them. Yeah, like the ones they, they showed were great. Um, definitely a bit more cartoony, which is good. Um, but they didn't show any villains yet, which is surprising. So I can't wait to see that. I know. I know. Give me that Destro. Give it yeah. to me. Shiny head. Some Cobra Commander. Um Next up, Mezco uh, is on their, you know, their roll through the year of releasing the pre-orders. So, uh, the next, the next Batman villain that has uh, been was teased prior to this, but Mister Freeze, the Iceman, is cometh, and he is up for pre-order now. Uh, so you can check him out uh, through our affiliate link to Entertainment Earth or on Mezco or wherever you buy your toys. Yep, instant buy. <sighs> That's a great looking figure, right? It really is. Light up features. Um, unlike Don't. anything that they've done, you know, as far as design goes. So, and that's a showcaser. You know what I mean? Like against Batman. Whew, cannot wait for that. Cannot wait. And that's the nice thing about like more pricier toys where they can do these things where they're not just, yeah, they use body bucks a lot of the time, but they really have to go out of their, um, you know, their tool zone, I would say, and make these these excellent figures that they want to, you know, stay at that, you know, with the game. Because it's like, you got, of course, the $20, $25 toys that can just reuse these parts and stuff, but you know what, the, what it is after a while. You know, it's, yeah. it's mass, it's just mass production. And what they're doing is amazing. I mean, if you watch that Hasbro panel with Marvel Legends now, it's just like, it's great. I just, it's just... I don't buy into it anymore because it, 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 I don't know how people can even keep up or how they can quell their their obsession, you know. So it's like I'll buy certain ones. Like I, I picked up that Co Cosmic Ghost Rider um, if they do crazy stuff like that, you know. So and that's the amazing part. You're not just getting figures that were two, three years ago. You're getting figures now within a year. So it's smart. Yeah, and you can find them you know i was worried i couldn't find those dr doom well there's like 50 of them out there in the wild which is awesome you know what i mean like that's one of my favorite things if you uh see one just grab me one please really yeah yeah there's multiple ones man yeah i just i don't go i i don't really don't go hunting much and it's it's i'm sure it is <laughs> but yeah. if you do if, if you, you do would have told me this last week, I would have got it for you, but now I can't go out anymore. Well, goddamn coronavirus. Yeah, I'm telling you, I can't go to these public spaces. It's true. It's true. I'm going to have to go out and brave. Yeah, go in that single kid free life of yours. 
Good thing I'm 40 and not in the zone. Yeah. All right. Next up, hot toys. Hot, hot toys. Um, the, the Miles Morales uh, Into the Spider-Verse figure finally was put up on for pre-order. Finally, after after many days of Casey I know, just cursing, cursing Hot Toys' name and, and saying it's never coming. <laughs> it's there now. Um, I'm sure you pre-ordered it. I, I you're goddamn right. <laughs> it was I like an that. instant. I, you know, I had like I had a good fifty bucks or so off uh, with credits and stuff like that. So, whatever. Yep. It, that I, as soon as I saw that figure, I knew it had to be mine. <laughs> that's how I. That's how I got my Mando. <laughs> yeah. The benefit. Exactly. Um, yeah, it, it looks awesome. I haven't really decided if I if I really need it or not. I really do want the six inch figure um because with what metacom is doing with you know soft goods now is is really cool and i yeah. I, I like that scale for comic book comic book figures okay. um and then today they announced another harley quinn um it's going to be her caution tape jazz jacket version as they're calling it so um yeah hot toys is doubling down on the birds of prey hot toys but just not the one i want um and uh it makes sense because you know this uh, Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn is is popular since Suicide Squad. She's she's still popular here, and when James Gunn's movies comes out, she's going to be a prominent role and probably a much cooler costume, as we've seen with Red and Black being hinted at. Um, so, if I ever was to buy one, I'd probably buy it, wait till the Suicide Squad. I mean, this one also has that shirt, you know, the Harley fucking Quinn shirt where she goes into the police station it's got a lot of stuff yeah this is a better version of that first figure that came out yeah and i like these backdrops that they're adding now you know mm-hmm. like the the miles one is like out of control so that's cool that's super cool yeah why don't you uh close this out here yeah so this is huge um whoever took over in nintendo one of his big things was he wants to expand the ip and one of the first things he did was made mobile stuff. So first it was me, then it was Dr. Mario, Mario Kart, some other stuff. So they want to do more things. Now, Mario is going to get an animated movie with Illumination, the guys who do the, the um, what are those things that, Minions, that company, is going to do an animated Super Mario Brothers movie. And now Lego is going to be doing um, some Mario figures. So... From the teaser that they put out, it seems like it might be part of those blind bags, like those brickheads ones. But I would not be surprised if we're getting full on sets for Mario. I agree with all of it. Um, so you know how the latest uh, Lego mini minifigure series was all DC. Yeah. I mean, they'll do that until the cows come home, and yeah. it makes sense to make sets. It would be awesome to get like Mario build mario worlds with lego holy crap i know it's like a no-brainer and but that's the thing is that the nintendo brand is so closeted that we can see some crazy shit now wait till the game oh the lego mario game oh my god my wife will just have aneurysm yeah i can't handle that well my you know obviously my excitement lies in when we get a cgi or live action zelda oh. that's when my brain explodes or even metroid to see oh. it yeah 
<laughs> my brain will explode when we get another Metroid game. Which is in the works, thank God. Is it? Yeah, it is. Are you so. sure? Because I've only seen this picture. Yeah, I know. Um, so, anyway, Lego it continues to do what Lego does, which is be awesome. So, <laughs> can't wait to see how that goes. Uh, so, where can you find us, Chris? Uh, we're at a little website called Don't Forget a Towel. Uh, you can find us on the internet. That's where most websites dwell these days. And um, we're, uh, we do news, reviews, interviews, and more. And also, uh, we got the social medias going on. Uh, those Twitters, Facebooks, and Instagram, where we really, we really dropped the good, the gold stuff. The gold stuff, man. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening and supporting the episodes. And I want to say, this is Casey. Go read your comics. And this is Chris. We'll see you next time.